1: back ladies and gentlemen i am your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well probably should make sure that you guys can actually hear me as we are live from the drake williams law firm drake williams law firm.com 985-386-7600 985-386 okay you can't hear me 7600 uh, guys, you, if you're hurricane, if you're affected by Hurricane Ida, uh, I, I'm in. I'm here today, looking at everything that Ryan Williams and Ernie Drake are doing, helping out so many people. Uh, we had to come to the Drake Williams Law Firm because Spectrum is nothing but a large can of Rudy Poo. Nothing but a large can of Rudy Poo. But it's okay. It's okay. They were gracious. Ryan and Ernie were gracious enough for us to come here. So we are live on location. But a huge show in store for you tonight. The Lincoln-Riley to LSU saga hits an ultimate high today. We will talk about what we're hearing. We'll talk about what's going on. What is the truth? What do I think? Um... More about what I think. Now, there's been a lot of talk today about um, Jimbo Fisher, Billy Napier. We'll get into all of it because uh, we have a lot to unpack there. We will touch on all of it. College football playoff rankings came out pretty much. They came out today. The college football playoff committee came out t- tonight and said that, hey, it doesn't matter if you play each other head-to-head. If you, It, it doesn't really matter what happens, even if you have the same record. Uh, we will touch on that. Uh, Memphis Spence joins us. He joins us every other Tuesday. He'll be uh, here around 725. twenty, seven twenty-five. We'll discuss uh, what's going on in college football. He did call a month ago that the Miami athletic director would more than likely be fired, uh, and that and that Manny Diaz would be out. So let's see what uh, our good friend Spence is hearing around college football. Hashtag Ask Blake. Throw in all of your questions, hashtag AskBlake, and we'll get to them. Then at the end of the show, we'll go around uh, the SEC. So let's get to a couple comments uh, before we get started. Uh, Chili Vic says, hashtag AskBlake, legit smoke or play play? We'll get into that. That'll be the first thing um, that we get to. Uh, Reed says, so much smoke I can't see. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think that it's smoke. I don't, Guys, I don't think that it's smoke. Uh, Ryan Williams speaking of the Drake Williams law firm Ryan Williams says real in the big whale talking about the tiger droppings post today about a big whale being harpooned. <laughs> oh tiger droppings you gotta love it but maybe he's not that wrong. We'll see and Lincoln Riley on YouTube, L. Riley, I should say, on YouTube says, I can confirm Hank Smith's story. So we got a lot to get into and a lot to break down. A lot to get into and a lot to break down. So let's do this. Before we get started, everyone do me a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. Share to to all your social media platforms. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and notification bell. Share to all your social media platforms. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitter, hit the retweet as well. Don't forget to follow. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, don't forget to subscribe. So let's pay some bills. Let's pay some bills early in this thing. And then we got a lot to get into with Lincoln Riley. None better than our good friends over at GM Vardo and Sons at betonline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons, 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, with legal mobile betting being passed in the state of Louisiana, there's no better place to use those online bets than BetOnline. Guys, I've been talking about this for over six months, and it's finally here. You can use it. We're 14-1-1 in our NFL bets. Daddy's making it rain over here. I mean, I got cash for days. But you know where I get my cash from? BetOnline.ag. Use the mobile device. Use Believe 50, the Believe 50 tab, and you'll get 50% off your first welcome bonus. It's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. I can't believe I said, Daddy's making it rain. (laughs) Like, what's wrong with me, bro? I need, like, I don't really know what's wrong with me sometimes, man. I legitimately don't. But they love it. Uh, Jacob Cole. Let's get to a couple comments, and then we'll get into it. Jacob Cole says, My crystal ball says, Crystal ball. Hashtag wishing, uh, wishing. Hashtag Rudy Crew. Tyler Mann says, Who is Hank Smith? Ha, ha, ha. Okay, so if you missed it today, but I got to get to Jay's comment right here. He says, can you smell what Blake is cooking? We do have a rock theme, the rock theme in the show. But if you missed it today, there was a tweet that went out from probably a, a troll account that said Lincoln Riley's agent, did not even name the agent, was in Baton Rouge today meeting with Scott Woodward and a deal is imminent at this point says LSU insider Hank Smith I'm sorry to burst the bubble for every LSU fan especially those that like Lincoln Riley I don't know of a Hank Smith I don't know of an insider named Hank Smith now is there a guy named Hank Smith that's a big booster that we don't know about or I don't know about maybe but it's a very generic name I had to dig all day long, call everybody I know, just in case of the small chance that Hank Smith, the the LSU insider, was true. Haven't gotten any word on that being the case. Now, here's the truth. Lincoln Riley, let's get into reality here. Today, Lincoln Riley was at his press conference and the first question out of the gate for Lincoln from the media was about, guess who, LSU. Now, Lincoln never denied the claims that he was going to be coming to Baton Rouge. He said, basically, and to paraphrase, he summed it up with, guys, you know I love Oklahoma. I've answered this question a lot of times before. Um And we're going to continue to, to, I'm going to continue to love Oklahoma. Well, Lincoln Riley never once denied talking with LSU, even though he was asked multiple times, Are you talking with LSU? I love Oklahoma. So it's basically like saying, that's basically like, you know, when you're laying in bed with your woman, you're laying in bed with your man. And they say, they lean over to you and they say, baby, do you love me? And you look over to him and says, well, I don't hate you. I mean, tell me that that's not what he's saying. Baby, do you love me? Well, I don't hate you, baby. It's like major pain in, well, in major pain when he comes back. At the end of the movie. And she goes, do you love me? And he says, don't push the maybe, baby. Don't push the maybe. Here's the truth. And here's not sourced. Here's an opinion. So for everybody, so there's 335 people in here currently live right now. I want to say this. Now I'm going to be serious. This is an opinion. This isn't something I'm getting sourced and confirmed and all this kind of stuff because I need to make sure that when people clip this video and you put it on Twitter and you say Blake Rafino's saying X that I'm not saying it. Here's my opinion and here's my thought. I think Lincoln Riley is the number one number one guy on the board for Scott Woodward. Because usually when teams and teams and coaches have a loss, the smoke normally goes away a.k.a. James Franklin, a.k.a. Mel Tucker. But last week, number 13 now, I believe, and we'll have Memphis Spence on and he could talk about it, uh, and we're going to talk about the college football playoff, but number 13 Oklahoma had a loss last week and we're two weeks away from more than likely naming our next head coach, and the smoke even gets hotter. Now, I'm not going to get the sourcing or anything from Tiger droppings or or, or wherever, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to rely on the people that I talk to. I fully believe that Lincoln Riley is going to get LSU's best push. Now, will he leave Oklahoma for LSU? I don't know that. I don't know people that are close to the situation in Oklahoma, but I will tell you that they're extremely worried, like, extremely worried that LSU is going to come up to Norman, Oklahoma, and say, hey, brother, hey, Lincoln, here's 10 to 12 to even, we'll go up max to $15 million if you come to LSU. And here's the reasons why you should do that. Number one, we have more talent in the state of Louisiana in one recruiting class than what you will have in Oklahoma in the next five. Look at these facilities. Look at what three coaches have done at LSU in winning national titles. Do you believe that you can do that at Oklahoma? Oh, and by the way, if you tell us no, when you come in the SEC, we're going to kick that ass. We're going to kick that ass. My personal belief is is that Lincoln Riley – is going to have to tell LSU no before any of this goes away. There's more smoke around this than Jimbo Fisher. I have been very cryptic and what I've been saying in this coaching search for five, six weeks now, I'm telling you guys I'm not really hearing anything. Guys, I'm not really hearing anything. And really and truthfully, even though there is some things to be heard about Lincoln, I don't know how much I trust this process and what Scott Woodward has done before. Now, if you believe, for whatever reason, if you believe that Lincoln Riley, at this given moment, is not the best candidate for LSU, I don't know what to tell you. Now, some people have said Dave Aranda. I can see where you're getting that argument because the last three seasons he's held Lincoln Riley's offense at bay. He's got LSU ties. He's been here before. He's won a national title. He knows what it takes. He's seen what happens. He's recruited here. He's got roots here. I understand that. But for people going out and saying things like Billy Napier, and everybody in my mentions on Twitter talking about ULL's head coach or UL head coach, Louisiana's head coach, whatever they want to call themselves. And Billy Napier, if you think that he is has a better track record to date than Lincoln Riley, I'm sorry to tell you, you are wrong. Lincoln Riley is 54-9 and, and has been to the college football playoff three times the amount than Billy Napier. Now, Billy's coaching some big games. He's been under Dabo Sweeney, got fired at Clemson as the offensive coordinator. He's gone to Alabama. He's been a really good coach at UL. Really good coach, ULL. But here's what he's not. He's not a double overtime, one play away from getting to the national title. He's What he's not done is gone up toe-to-toe with Alabama and Tua Tagovailoa, and expose them, and then Clemson beats the very next the very next game to be played in college football. Alabama loses to Clemson in a routing, and Dabo Sweeney in his post-game press conference says, hey, quite honestly, guys, we took everything that Oklahoma ran in the second half with Kyler Murray and implemented it, and that's how we won. Uh, our, and that was our offensive scheme for the national, cha- da- national championship. Dabo said that. If you want to talk about Billy Napier, that's fine. I don't think that he's a bad head coach. But I do think that Lincoln Riley has more skins on the wall to date and is a very innovative offensive mind. Probably, maybe outside of Lane Kiffin, the most or the biggest and the best offensive mind that you can go and get. That does line up with Scott. what Scott Woodward has done. Chris Peterson, offensive-minded head coach, or offensive-minded coach, Jimbo Fisher, offensive-minded coach, Buzz Williams, offensive-minded coach, Jay Johnson, offensive-minded coach, Kim Mulkey, offensive-minded coach. Why do we think that he's going to go to a, a defensive coach, and that's not what Billy Napier is, but someone like Aranda? That doesn't fit his mold. I'm here to tell you tonight, Lincoln Riley's my number one guy. LSU has won national championships with Tulsa of Les Miles and incompetent Ed Orgeron. The man that's running out there in press conferences making this program or trying to make this program a joke won a national title. Now, there's going to be some things that you hear and some negative things about Lincoln Riley. I promise you, you're going to start hearing some serious negative stuff about Lincoln Riley. It's going to come from Ors Run, and it's going to come from Derek Panamski. I told you here first where it's coming from. All the negative smoke that's out there, all the bullshit that they're trying to feed LSU fans, you're lost, dog. You're done. While you have a girlfriend on the sidelines during the LSU football game after we heard everything in the telecast about LSU's current offensive coordinator, Jake Peets. Don't get me started on that. All right, let's do this. We got about two or three minutes. I got to scroll down these comments very fast before we get to Memphis Spence. I don't know if I'm going to have to ask Spence. Because people like Peggy says, you can't call him Memphis Spence. I'm like, he calls himself Memphis. (laughs) I'll ask Spence anyway. Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag ask Blake, and we're smoking like a Ford with burnt rings on a head. Okay. Uh, Juice Washington says, hashtag ask Blake, if we make a bowl game, does Coach O stay to coach the game? If we go to a bowl game, yes, he will. I don't know if we will. And I don't know how much I want Ed Orgeron around this team anymore. Like, like legitimately, guys, I hope that we could go to a bowl game without Ed Orgeron. You need the 14 extra practices. Somebody asked me today, and I don't know I really don't know where this is coming from. Somebody asked me, Blake, do you get 30 extra practices when you go to a bowl game? No, guys, it's like 14. 13 or 14 where's 30 coming from like what media members like somebody asked me said hey somebody in the media said you get 30 extra practices no you get like 13. so I I, I really don't know I, I like I really don't know where that's coming from but anyway uh Jacob Cole says but did Hank Smith confirm it <laughs> I don't know who Hank Smith is like I like I really don't I'm sure we'll find out who Hank – you know who Hank Smith is? The country singer, the one that smokes peyote with his horse. This ain't Yellowstone, dog. You can't go smoking peyote with a horse. Tyler Mann says, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's very true. Because I think that this is this is more than the smoke. And I told you – and look, there could be – let me say this, too, and let me get this out in the public – before everybody starts ripping on me and shit and all this kind of stuff, there's a chance that Lincoln Riley's not your next head coach. Let's make that understood. But in my opinion, with and I'll end this – this is where I'll end my opinion here of why I think he's the number one. I said this last night, and I posted this morning on Twitter for my clip. And I want to say this again just so – and it's kind of like we're putting the pieces together and why – I don't believe Scott Woodward can keep this one as silent as he did LSU baseball. Jimbo Fisher came out and emphatically told you no. Like emphatically said no. He's not coming. I got ranches over here. I got ranches over there. I call them both Hidden Valley. Some of y'all that's going to go over your head. Hidden Valley Ranch. Come on, bro. I stole that. I'm going to be honest. I stole that. Stole that from my buddy Jake Crane. I'll give him the credit. But then all of a sudden, Mel Tucker gets an extension or is going to get an extension, and they're going to be paying him close to six point five to $7.5 million. Why is every hot name at LSU besides Lincoln Riley saying no and getting an extension besides him? Look, I was born at night. But it wasn't last night. And the reason that Jay Johnson was so out of left field, pun intended, the LSU baseball coach, that that is because college baseball isn't as followed as much as what football is. It's, it's just not. So you mean to tell me that if a college football head coach made the college football playoff this year, none of us would be talking about him? Now, we're – Not necessarily talking a lot about Mario Cristobal, but we're still talking about him. It wouldn't be out of left field. All right. I missed a lot of these comments, but it's okay. We had to talk about it. Uh, Pooh Bear said, that AYS hat, nice, big dog. Y'all like that? I pulled my license plate off my car and stapled that son of a bitch. Y'all like that? All right. Let's do this. Let's pay some bills very quickly. We got to get to Memphis Spence. Damn, we got a big old show up in here tonight. They Y'all want to know who the next head coach is. I know y'all Rudy poos like the back of my hand. Rudy Crew. All right. Let's pay some bills, and then we're going to get to Memphis Spence. None better. And we're here live on location. Live on location. Because Spectrum, just like the college football playoff committee, is shit. <laughs> so, you know what? That's why we're here. None better than good friends at the Drake Williams Law Firm. Guys, get over to the Drake Williams Law Firm today. If you're affected by Hurricane Ida, all you need to do is call and set up a meeting. Consultations are free. 985 386 7600. That's 985 386 7600. Go to the Drake Guys, this is Drake Williams Law Firm.com. Tell me, good friend Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by. All right. Our man is here. The man, the myth, the legend. Spence, i I got to say this before we get started. Go ahead. I don't know how to put this. I really don't know how to put this other than this. The college football playoff committee is probably the worst committee ever. Like, they said tonight, and if people that missed it, the college football playoff committee came out tonight and said head-to-head games don't matter. Memphis, I'm going to give you the floor. Make some sense out of this for me, brother.
0: What's what's I, going on? I can I can I can't explain that. I mean, because head-to-head games do matter. I mean, yeah, yeah, what are we playing the games for but for us to see actually can you beat this team? Or do head-to-head games only matter for certain teams? That's the question. Because as we saw last week and as we saw this week, I mean, you can make the argument. You can't can't use both arguments at the same time. You can't say, oh, Oregon's the better team because they beat Ohio State, yet we just watched Michigan State, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, beat Michigan, and well, Michigan's the better team. You can't use both arguments at the same time because we know – or we should all know, that Ohio State is the better team. Oregon's not – Oregon if, – if you want to say Michigan State got lucky and beat Michigan, I'll buy that. If you can also admit that Ohio State is the better team right. than Oregon. Oregon's not – Oregon can hang oh, – you know what It would be a good game, Oregon versus Cincinnati. I think they're on the same level. I, 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 I agree. I agree. I agree. I look at this Ohio state team. I'm like, man, they would blow the doors off of this, this Oregon team. And that's with Thibodeau back. I don't, I don't, I don't see them being a, an actual factor coming down the stretch. Um, so I don't, I don't know why games don't matter anymore, but as I was reading on my show the other day, the language that they use in order to pick things is so wide. It's, it's so wide open. I, I spent a whole lot of time in law. I'm a paralegal. And, and the way they wrote it, I'm like, oh, OK, so there's not really any type of distinguishing language in which you have to choose. You can use any type of outside information that you want and justify it. And that they're, they're open to do that. So there's nothing holding their feet to the fire as to who they put in in these places at all. What they're doing is they're just voting three at a time. Or they, they put six together, the top three go in the first three places. They put the next six together, the next three go into the next three places. That's basically all they're doing. There's nothing scientific. There's 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 no logic that goes into these picks. It's just, you know, uh, 13 people getting together and saying, who do you like? Well, and Gersh and,
1: you know, and, and put – or I don't know how you say this name, but is Georgia versus Alabama head-to-head not going to matter now? Like – I, I, I don't
0: understand you know something? what, go ahead. I don't know. I think that they want Alabama in this and I would not be surprised. I said this the other day. I would not be surprised if Cincinnati doesn't get in this. If Alabama, if Alabama say Alabama wins out beats Auburn finishes, the regular season goes to the sec championship game and loses by three points or seven points to Georgia. I think they'll be in there like, well, we think that they're the better team. They're better than than Cincinnati. So a two long the first time a two lost team gets in would be Alabama. Of course, I it think they do. It. Of I think they do. it, And I just don't I don't know why. I think they do it. This particular voting uh, board, the, the seven new members that are part of this 13 member board this year. I don't they don't. They're just coming. They can say, "Oh, well, we're new. We're we're doing something different, right?" And you got seven new members there, so they can they can justify this however they want. It doesn't have to make sense to us. It doesn't have to be again. You know, they're, they're they don't have to use logic to make these 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 picks at all. They can just use their eye test. So,
1: so Memphis, let me ask you this, and I'm going to throw this in there because I'm not sure how much you caught my my opening statement and I know that you I saw you that you were in here when I was like halfway through so I don't know I know that you probably heard that we were talking about Lincoln ah yes and and, and I want and I want to throw this well and I he I hope he is I mean I think right now he's my number one and and, but look I'm not gonna if it's not him I'd still be okay but my question is is if head-to-heads don't matter now what the frick happens with Oklahoma if they win out and so now this has a whole different tie for the people locally and LSU fans, because, like, look, Oklahoma, with all due respect to Lincoln, this year they're not a playoff team in my in my personal opinion. I just don't no. see where they're a playoff team. But my question is, is let's say that they do win the rest of their games and they win the next three games, and that would be a conference championship game. I mean, where – like, I just don't understand – how they're gonna flip flop all of this and what makes what makes me believe that Oklahoma's better than Cincinnati right now? Like, I, I just don't know. And what do you think about like do you think that Oklahoma are they too far out to get in? But the question here though, Memphis, and in all honesty, is how do we really know?
0: I mean well, at this point in time, I think they said that uh what do we say, eleven it's either nine or eleven. If you're below nine or eleven, you historically, which doesn't mean anything to this this squad of, of 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 uh uh this board, but historically you're not gonna be able to get in. Uh but Michigan, Michigan State, maybe I don't know, Oklahoma State may be on that borderline, they may still be able to get in. I, I Bedlam may 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 be the coin toss here. I don't know. And could Oklahoma still get in? This committee hasn't liked Oklahoma. They, they they started them off at eight. I haven't liked Oklahoma. You don't like Oklahoma. There's something that we see that that, that undefeated record that they had, I knew they were going to get – that Baylor was going to uh, tear them up. And they're not really – they're not clicking on all cylinders like you would see an Oklahoma team do this late in the season. Part of that reason, I think they may be unfocused. Well, why would they be unfocused late in the season? Well, maybe Lincoln Riley's unfocused. Well, why would Lincoln Riley be unfocused? Well, maybe he's going to LSU. And when you start doing the process of elimination, I've been doing this for, what, 10 years now? When you start doing the process of elimination, who else are you going to get? If Jimbo Fisher, there's, there's, you can count on one hand, how many guys out there have won a national championship or been invited to the college football playoff right. and are worthy are worthy of taking that LSU spot because LSU, you can't, I heard you saying Napier is a great coach. He mm-hmm. is. He's a fantastic coach. Is he ready to take LSU spot? Yeah, I don't, I I, I couldn't see it. I wouldn't, if I was Scott Woodward, I would be like, oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> He's been coaching a long time. Is he deserving? Yeah, but he just doesn't. We're trying to take, we're trying to get LSU back into the college football playoff. We need somebody who has at least had the experience of getting into the college football playoff. Lincoln Riley fits the bill. Jimbo Fisher fits the bill. Napier, I love him. Great coach. I think he, you know, he'd be a great coach to maybe coach Cincinnati next or something. I mean, he could take another bigger job. And 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 get out there and maybe, but 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 jumping from jumping from Louisiana Monroe is he at Louisiana Monroe uh, ULL yeah, ULL yeah 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 uh, Lafayette and and jumping into LSU I think that's a, that's too big of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been too big of a stretch for a couple of people have been asking me about Fuente all day long, getting fired over there at Virginia Tech. I'm like, guys, Virginia Tech, you know that you know, you're following an actual legend there. We have to remember, you're not going to get you're, – you're bringing Fuente out of Memphis that just turned around a, a, a middling program, and he's following a legend. Was he supposed to work out, or was he supposed to just be the interim? I don't know. There's some people that said, hey, he's supposed to be, you know, the guy, and we gave him enough time. And true, they gave him enough time, but I don't – when you're following a legend, it's hard to actually fit in those shoes. You need somebody who actually has experience – And that's not what Fuente had. If they wanted somebody to follow a legend, they would have had to get a name. They would have had to get somebody who who had been, you know, at least played for a conference championship or won a conference championship at that point. And, And maybe, maybe they would have had the right guy. But Fuente just, I thought Fuente was a placeholder from the beginning. And I told everybody that.
1: Strike up the strippers and strike up the flip phones. Hugh Freeze is going to Virginia Tech. You heard it here first.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, probably. I mean, probably. I mean, that's the perfect place for him, right? It is. I mean, he, he's an offensive guy. He needs another shot. Uh, I think that's probably a play that that's a that's a great landing spot for Hugh Freeze. I
1: I, I think
0: so too. He he'd get in there. He'd start winning again. He'd get that offense clicking, and that's what offense is starting to win. There are very few guys that can win with deep. There, there are a few defensive juggernauts out there, but there are very few guys that are winning with that defense. Even Mel's having a hard time at, at Michigan State running the ball and playing defense, although he's ranked. Right. Um, but he's still not getting any love. He's still not getting the love that that Michigan's getting even. So uh, I think which is he, a, which he's is Evan flow every year.
1: Which is a shame, by the way. I, true, I add.
0: true. But, I mean, you see the ebb and flow every year. I mean, so, sometimes defensive guys, everybody's in love with defensive guys. Oh, you know, this defensive guy, that defensive guy, that's what we need. And you'll see, see it shift back to offense. Oh, this offensive guy, you know, we need this offensive guy. And it'll kind of be, you know, you'll see – out of the the fifteen jobs open, you'll see eleven defensive guys get them one year, and then the next year it'll be eleven offensive guys. It's kind of just a, a a back and forth uh, of hiring for these ads. But Scott, if it's not Lincoln Riley, I don't know who'd be at this point.
1: It's Lincoln Riley, a can't miss. And your in your opinion, can you envision Lincoln Riley coming to LSU and not succeeding? Like, because when I when I look at it, I look mm-hmm. at Lincoln Riley and I say, I can't envision today that he would not have success with yeah. LSU because 95% of his roster, and we have some recruiting questions in here, that and, we're, and yeah. I'll get into this, but 95% of his roster is not from Oklahoma. Guys, it takes a lot yeah. to move a defensive yeah. kid, go look at recruiting, For a defensive kid to leave the state. Now, offensive guys, quarterbacks, that's a completely different story. Defensive guys normally stay at home because they play defense. We're going to protect this house type of mentality. Like that happens a lot of times. Memphis, my my question is, do you see him as the only – not the only, but just a can't-miss guy that LSU is targeting? Because I don't get that vibe personally from Napier. Do you have any worries – from that and we do have a lot of questions in here for you is there a vibe from Oklahoma and people in Norman are they starting to get nervous about all of this
0: I think there's a little bit of there There, there are a couple of Oklahoma boosters that listen to my show and they're a little bit like hey what have you heard what have you heard which means they don't know and if certain boosters don't know then people are playing this really close to their chest I don't know If he's can't miss what Lincoln Riley's gonna be able to do is he's gonna be able to come in, he's gonna be able to whip up that offense, put together a staff, and win again. The question is going to be, in my mind anyway, are the boosters at LSU gonna like him? Because he runs a program different. He's he's different. He doesn't let he's he's not anti media. But remember, he doesn't. He has closed practices sometimes, and media members don't like that. We want to know what's going on. We, we, you know, he doesn't like to necessarily be questioned. Um, it, it with the media and the boosters. I don't. Maybe he plays to the boosters a little bit better than he does to the media. But he's going to be able to come in. He's going to be able to recruit LSU recruits itself. I mean, adding Lincoln Riley is just going to be a step up. Plus, you said something earlier, and I really believe he doesn't want to play. The, Oklahoma has now set their, 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 their boat on the ocean to come into the SEC. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to be playing cupcakes every, you know, you're not going to get Kansas or, or Texas Tech anymore. You're getting, you're getting LSU, Arkansas, you know, uh, a, a down Auburn could still whoop your tail. So, uh, you know, he's coming in and he's like, man, I, um, to compete at this level, I need a, a bigger arsenal. Oklahoma's good. LSU's better. Let me go in here and, and you know, get with one of the big dogs, coach that, and anything can happen. You know, there's a, there's a pathway to success, a recent pathway to success with LSU. And I'm not sure if that's the case once Oklahoma gets into the SEC. And he either. probably isn't either. Um, I don't know what his agent's telling him. Uh, and his agent, I think, is still uh, – I was looking it up. Is Bob Lamonte. Uh-huh. His agent still Bob Lamonte, or it was at the beginning of this year. I think it's still his agent now. I, didn't, I haven't heard him transfer to Sexton or anything like that. Uh, but I think uh, – and that's probably another reason why I don't know. Usually, Sexton lives in Memphis, and usually there's somebody – I get information from somebody there. And I, there's just – this is very quiet. Now, maybe that's about what we're just really good at doing. This. Oh, he – oh, like, dude. AD at doing this, yeah. keeping things close to his chest, but I I think that there's a good possibility right now that Lincoln Riley's the next head coach at LSU, even though I don't have any sources to, to confirm anything.
1: Well, and you can see writings on the wall, and look, he may or may not be, but it's a feeling that a lot of people are having, and look, Memphis, yeah. we had the same conversation a couple weeks ago about Miami, and you talked about yeah. the AD being out, you talked about, I mean, look, so I, I Look, when you do this long enough, you start seeing how things work. And so, mm-hmm. with that being said, that's why I've been so cautious as to saying what I've been saying, and now I just feel like this is more smoke than we've seen, and I don't think that he can keep this quiet. Memphis, I got one more question, and we'll, we'll get you out of here. Always, like you are fantastic. This playoff exp- this playoff right now, and I, I'm look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not like I, I, I don't sit up on YouTube and watch conspiracy theory, you know, videos and documentaries. But Memphis, they're so bad right now. And teams are so like, bro, like sitting there saying, bro, there's no way that if, if I'm at East Lansing, like how do I feel right now about Michigan being above me? And then them going out there saying, hey, well, the game doesn't really matter. Do you think that there is an inkling of a chance that they're trying to do stuff like this, and obviously we know for ratings, but so that fans get more behind this playoff expansion? Do you think that that could be why they're doing this? Because at the end, it's probably always going to be chalky, but do you feel like, because you're a voter, do you feel like they're they're doing this right now to, to get more playoff expansion going?
0: Whenever there's a major change, like back, take it back to the BCS, they had Boise State ranked at number two. And everybody was like, is Boise State really the second best team in the nation? These computers are telling us they are. But n- nobody wanted to believe it. I'm not sure if they got the computers to rank them two to justify, well, hey, we need this college football playoff. committee, But they had the full support of a lot of people to make a change because they didn't want to see Boise state play for a national championship, regardless of whether or not they're worthy of doing it. It's just something that a lot of people just Boise state has the, the, the fan base that they have. Right. And for ratings, I know the, the, the broadcasters were like, Oh my goodness, how am I going to sell advertising around Boise state? Uh, the, a lot of the writers were like, wait a minute, is Boise state really the, the, the second best team can't, you know, just your your run of the mill Florida at the time beat Boise State. I mean, what what are we doing here? Um, so there was a lot of of support behind going to the college football playoff system. I wouldn't be surprised, and of course you can blame it on oh well, you know, over half of them are new this year. You know, there's a different thinking when you have new people come in. There's seven new voters, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of this was to not only get people talking about the college football playoff system, but also the inequities of it and to support expansion. Because I'm one of those, I'm one of those rare people that want to see really good football and don't really think expansion is necessary. If you get the voting process, right. I'm, I but agree. if you can't get the voting process, right. Then we have to expand it. And I think that's where they're trying to get people like me to just come on and say, all right, you, you, there, we can't we can't do this without expansion. I think four is enough, even if uh, a Cincinnati is left out or whatnot, uh, even if a UCF is left out, even if a, if a Memphis is just playing in the cotton Bowl and doesn't have any path to the, the the college football playoff. I think four is still enough because I just want to see the best teams play. Right. But if you can't get the best teams into the playoff, truly the best teams into the playoff, then it has to expand. Because we can't have a miss. We can't have human error, which leaves out a game that we watch with our two eyes, watch Michigan State beat Michigan with our eyes, and we're like, well, what does this game matter? Does this game matter in the minds of – and if it doesn't matter, what does that mean for other teams? Right. Or has it been going on and we just haven't noticed it before? So I think, I think maybe they are trying to garner uh, – it wouldn't surprise me if they're trying to garner more support for an expansion. I don't think it'll be 16 teams. I think the most we're going to get is 12. But maybe it's just eight. Maybe we get to eight and, you know, everybody's happy with that. I don't want to see it expanded and, and and extended too long to, to kind of rival the NFL because the product's just going to – at some point in time, college has to stop, and I gotta watch the NFL playoffs. I mean, I think everybody's like that. Right. But um, you know, I don't think there's a good system in place for it to carry on too long, and and compete with the NFL playoffs. I think everybody's losing at that point. Uh, so maybe it expands to eight, and and maybe the 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 ADs and the commissioners all get behind an eight game uh, playoff system. I don't know, but but that's a really good question, Blake.
1: There's no way on in blue hell that a pro- history professor from the University of Arizona knows yes. more football Never. than me. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. And until we change it, Memphis, uh, you're going to have to expand. But, look, we're going to table that. This is going to get – a lot more, and look, as soon as it gets closer, like we're going to have you on in a couple of weeks, and it's going to uh-huh. be down to the nitty gritty. We timed it perfectly. It'll be yeah. conference championship time, yep. and so we'll get there. But Memphis, as always, you're fantastic. Tell everybody I where they can you. catch all your stuff. I caught your show the other day; it was awesome. I didn't really <laughs> time in or do anything. I was like, I'm going to sit in the, I'm going to sit in the back back here. But uh, tell everybody where they can c- c- catch all your stuff.
0: Sports Radio America, you can catch me there uh, live noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, I used to do it uh, uh, five days a week. Only got time for two uh, (laughs) these days. Uh, We're trying to rebuild Sports Radio America, um, and that's taking up a lot of my time. The pandemic really has us down. But I'm still there for you boosters. I'm still there for you people that really want to get into the the nuts and bolts, the, the X's and O's. Of, of college football plus the I, I pull back the veil a little bit because I've been doing this a long time I pull back the veil into the business side of 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 the games that we love uh and I share it all there uh you can you can dm me you know uh during the show I'll get your questions in uh but that's where I am sports radio america come check us out
1: thanks memphis it was it's always a pleasure to have you on my friend we'll see you in a couple of weeks
0: all right, my man. Take care. That
1: is Memphis Spence. Guys, he's, he's just fantastic, bro. He's just absolutely 100% positively fantastic at what he does. And look, there's a reason that he votes on college football. The dude just is a wealth of knowledge, and I got to give it to him. Um, let's get to a couple comments because we don't have a lot longer here. Uh, so I'm gonna to get to all your comments. Fire in any questions that you have. I'm gonna be monitoring all of the comments. So fire in hashtag ask Blake. Fire the questions in right now into the Rudy Crew chat. Uh, Mark Chambers says, "Remember the wreck LSU had. They are all great." Uh, and, and well, uh, Ti sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you, my friend. Um, Ryan Thibodeau says, "L Riley." Hashtag no brisket. Yeah, we're going to have to teach my man. And look, I saw Colin Thibodeau put this in there earlier. There's 100 million reasons, or we're speculating as to this. But if some of the things that we're hearing about Lincoln Riley and his contract and it being close to 10, 12, 15 million, I don't think that they get to 15 million. I think they stay a comfortable spot 10 to 12. There's a $100 million or hundred million reasons why Lincoln Riley would leave Oklahoma for LSU. You don't pay Billy Napier $10 million a year to come to LSU. I think Billy's a good coach. I really, really do. I would not be upset if Billy Napier was your next guy. But for me, I'm going to go with Lincoln right now. I know a lot of people like Dave, but – I like an offensive minded head coach, a guy that can scheme you, uh, scheme things up. And look, I'm going to say this. There's no way in hell that you can justify the talent that LSU can get to Oklahoma, especially at the skill position. CD Lamb versus Jamar Chase. CD Lamb versus Justin Jefferson. CD Lamb versus Terrace Marshall. Three of those guys were wide receivers to the one guy that's over here. Lincoln Wright, everybody talks about, oh, well, he hasn't developed the quarterback that he recruited. Well, guys, he's been able to go out into the transfer portal, and let's not be stupid with this argument. He still developed guys like Baker Mayfield, guys like Kyler Murray. Like, let's not be stupid enough to believe that he didn't have a big hand in all of that. For me, it's Lincoln. Can my mind be changed? Sure. Am I going to support any head coach that's at LSU? You're damn skippy. If it's not Lincoln, I'm perfectly okay with it. But for me, right now, I'm going with the Lincoln train. The L, the LR train. <laughs> let's drive that natty, dog. Put some 32-inch rims up on that bitch, and let's roll. Because a new day of LSU football is here. The incompetence is gone. All right. (laughs) Rick said Blake was lurking on Spence's show. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Memphis is just fantastic, guys. He's fantastic. Tony Williams says, thanks, Memphis. Uh, Pooh Bear says, Hank Smith confirmed that Memphis Smith uh Memphis Spence is legit. That he is. My mother says he is great. Love when he is on. I do too. I do too. Uh Christopher sends us some stars via uh or stars via Facebook. I appreciate that. Uh Chuck says, Blake, do you think it's Lincoln? I think right now, and for everybody that missed the opening, I do think right now that he is the number one guy. That's my opinion. I'm not saying it's sourcing I'm not going that far yet. I'm not going that far yet um but i i i that's just my belief yes, that is my belief right now yes I think that i i don't i i I don't know if I can see him turning down Oklahoma now you've got Oklahoma fans out there that are saying, there's no way that he leaves Oklahoma. We're a blue blood. Quite honestly, the whole blue blood argument to me, this day and age, doesn't mean a damn thing. You know who else they call a blue blood? Michigan. And they're constantly getting their asses beat. This is the best season that they've had in decades. Maybe not decades, but since 1999, the best season that they've had. They're a blue blood. Well, you ain't won a champ. You ain't won a natty since '99. I really and then Oklahoma in 2000. It, guys, winning has to matter. Winning national championships is not easy. It's not. All right. Uh, Colin says, hashtag I love I love Riley. Uh, w Moe on YouTube says, hashtag ask Blake, we have to get this hire right. Riley would be amazing. I agree. Uh, Michael races and still won't win anything. If you're talking about Lincoln, I don't necessarily agree with you. And, and look, here's the question about Lincoln. Here's the downfall about Lincoln is, Blake, what about his defense? Blake, it's taken, you know, Lincoln's been there. For four or five, was it six years? And he hasn't gotten the defense fixed. Quite honestly, I actually—you bet. Before you say that, you better go find the numbers and the things that are going on with their defense. Alex Grinch is a guy that a lot of people respect, and quite honestly, they have gotten better. You're telling me that their defense hasn't gotten better, and I get it from a yards and, and and point standpoint. But from a schematic standpoint, in the personnel that they have, the personnel that they have, yes, they have gotten better. Now, I can make that same argument for Billy Napier. Well, he can go and recruit and get his defense better. He can do things and get his defense better. I can make that argument for legitimately anybody. Hell, here's a a crazy thing to me. Everybody talks about – well, well, oh well, Nick and Nick Saban, Nick Saban this, Nick Saban that, Alabama this, Alabama that. Guys, last year, the last 2 years, Ole Miss has put serious points up on the national championship winners. Alabama and LSU. Were those teams not good? Sometimes shit happens. Jason on YouTube says, Riley could uh, could keep our defensive staff and be better than, than Oklahoma. I think that he could. Like, I legitimately think that he could. Oh, Michael's talking about Michigan. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Ryan Williams chimes in again, and we're live from his, uh, uh, his office. He says, would Oklahoma hire Lane Kiffin? You know, that's a good question. I don't really know who they would hire. If Lincoln were to leave, and I don't really know if Lane would leave the SEC. You know, would he leave the SEC to go to Oklahoma? That then just rejoin the the SEC. I don't know. But you know what, you know what Lincoln Riley is. Do you guys know what Lincoln Riley is? He he's Lane Kiffin without the bullshit. L- Lincoln Riley is Lane Kiffin. Without any of the all-field drama, because nobody can sit here and say a game, it like so for the people who think Lane Kiffin could, should be, or could be, it would be okay to be LSU's next head coach. Guys, he doesn't have a signature win, like a a big time win. USC, yeah, he he beat some ranked opponents, but he didn't win big at USC. A lot of that was not on him. A lot of that had to do with the sanctions and all that, and I get all that. But Lincoln Riley is a more successful, to date, more successful Lane Kiffin without the bullshit. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Bunny says, I think Florida goes after Kiffin. Now, that would be dangerous. That, That would be dangerous. If, Lincoln, if Lane Kiffin went to Florida, that would be really dangerous. I, I wouldn't like that at all. Uh, Aaron Felder says, my top choices in order, number one, Lincoln Riley, number two, Mario Cristobal, number three, Lane Kiffin, number four, Matt Campbell. Uh, guys, I'm hearing some things. You know, a lot of people are talking about Matt Campbell. Guys, a guy that wears his hat the way that he does, I, no way, no how. Just on the way that that man wears his hat. Nope. No, sir. I'm out. I'm out. He might Look, he might be a damn good coach, but I can't stand the, the way that he wears his hat, bro. Just can't stand it. Shane on Facebook says, football relevance goes in 20 years stretches. LSU is a new uh, blood. F, those absolute, those uh, uh, obsolete uh, blue bloods. I agree with that. Like, I agree with, like, what do you put LSU in then? Like, what do you, how do you explain the last 20 years then? They're a blue blood. Blue blood don't mean shit when, you, when your shit's getting kicked in. All right, we got 45 seconds. Uh, Brandon Reese says Kiffin would be an interesting hire for Oklahoma. Would be interesting. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Poppy on YouTube says massive underachieving for Lane Kiffin. I agree, and we'll end it here with this question from Colin Thibodeau. He says, hashtag Ask Blake. Memphis made a good point about Riley locking and media out. LSU media uh, needs that sometimes. They would bit. They would have a bitch fit. They would have a bitch fit, and not only would they have a bitch fit, they would um, the ones that don't have sourcing, which isn't a bad thing. Um, they would have. They would just have a bitch fit. I lied. Last one. Mark says, I guess Blake doesn't like the way I wear mine either. I'm sorry, Mark. You know I love you. I just can't. I can't take it. I don't trust a man that wears his hat a certain way. Bend that bill a little bit. Let it be. Sit right on your head, but don't bend it that way. Mark, I love you. All right, let's get out of here. Guys, we'll see you all tomorrow, hopefully back from the AYS studio. But if not, we'll probably be at the Drake Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. You guys have a good night.